Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting live from the old shack. Merry Christmas! Do I hear reindeer on the roof? Are they ahead of Christmas Eve? Christmas past, your past. Molly was dead to begin with. There's no doubt whatever about that. The register of his burial was signed by the clergyman, the clerk, the undertaker, and the chief mourner. Scrooge signed it. And Scrooge's name was good upon change for anything he chose to put his hand to. Old Marley was as dead as a doornail. I should like to contribute sovereigns. Yes, sir. It isn't much, but it's all I can afford. There are others in worse situation than I. You're a generous fellow. I wish I might say so of your employer. Yes, sir. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. Yes, sir. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And there's a little bit of white snow right outside the old wooden shack here at Meadows Radio. Just a little dusting of white and this cold, dark night. Very particular for a ghost. All right. Who were you then? In the lab, I was your partner, Jacob Marley. Jacob Marley. But you're dead. You died seven years ago. Seven years ago, this very night. You are a goose, then. What's wrong, Ebenezer? Don't you believe in me? I do not. You doubt your senses, Ebenezer? Yes. Because a little thing affects them. A slight disorder of the stomach makes them cheat. You can't be a ghost. You may be an undigested bit of beef, a blot of mustard, a crumb of cheese, a fragment of an underdone potato. <laughs> there may be more gravy than grave about you, whatever you are. Humbug, I tell you. Humbug. Excuse me, Excuse me. I do believe in you. You are the ghost here. Thank you. Why do you walk the earth, Jacob? Why do you come to me? It is required of every man that the spirit within him should walk abroad among his fellow men and travel far and wide to witness what it cannot share but might have shared on earth and turn to happiness. Well, tell me, Jacob, what is that chain you wear around you? I wear the chain I forged in life. I made it link by link and yard by yard by my own free will. Is its pattern strange to you, Ebenezer? Cash boxes, keys, padlocks, ledgers, purses. Yours was as heavy and as long as this seven years ago. You have labored on it since, Ebenezer. Oh, Jacob. Speak comfort to me. Comfort I have none to give. I cannot rest 
stay, I cannot linger. Weary journeys lie before me. To Ebrufar? Yes, Ebenezer. On the wings of the wind. Seven years dead and traveling all the time? Seven years, Ebenezer. Seven years of remorse. Ebenezer, do you know that no space of regret can make amends for one life's opportunities? But you were always a good man of business, Jacob. Business? Man, Are you looking, speaking of charity, are you looking at blogtalkradio.com, Miss X, that page right now? Look at that little, small, little tree. It's not even a bush. It's not even a twig. That is what all of you have left in Miss X this year with her. Losses. You left me with that tree and take it. Check out what I'm wearing. BlogTalkRadio.com, Miss X, the Christmas light necklace. Of course, it's cheap from the dollar store, so it isn't lighting up like it's supposed to. <gasps> Wait a minute. Is that reindeer on the roof? One week before Christmas Eve? Is that the only chance of both It is your only chance and hope. Well, then I think I'd rather not. Without that visit, you cannot hope to shun the past. Well, I'd rather not. Expect the first tomorrow, when the bell tolls one. Couldn't I take them all at once and have it over, Jacob? Ebenezer, look that for your own sake you remember what has passed between us. And remember, when the bell tolls one, look for the first spirit. Jesus, Scrooge awoke. He was lying on his bed fully dressed. Suddenly the curtains of his bed were drawn aside. Scrooge found himself face to face with the unearthly visitor who drew them. As close to it as I am now to you. I am standing in the spirit at your elbow. It was a strange figure, like a child, yet not so like a child, but like an old man. Glory to the newborn king. She said, singing by Miss X also. Oh, what are you? I am the ghost of Christmas past. Long past? Your past. What do you want of me? What brings you here to haunt me? Your welfare, Ebenezer Scrooge. Rise and walk with me. You know, the more years that you live on this planet we call Earth, as I turn to the north, to the south, to the west to the east, broadcasting live on all four corners of this planet. The more you listen to a Christmas carol, the more you begin to understand. Always remember, Miss X is here for you all through the holiday season. Every single year, blogtalkradio.com, Miss X. You wretched 
recognize this countryside? Oh, I know every inch of it. Every
bringing you tonight the fifth annual presentation of Charles Dickens. And this is Miss X bringing you the 14th annual A Christmas Carol. BlogTalkRadio.com, Miss X. And now back to the Gamble Playhouse and the fifth annual presentation of A Christmas Carol. A Christmas present from the makers of Campbell's Soups. The stroke of one, Scrooge awakened suddenly and sat him bowed upright in his own bed. He remembered the words of Marley's ghost, wondered from which direction the second specter would appear. At that moment, nothing between a baby and a rhinoceros would have astonished him. Giant, glorious to see you bore a glowing... Sweet Tiny Tim, they'll be along directly. How oh, is Tiny Tim, Mother? Any better at all? Sometimes I think he is. And sometimes I think, oh, dear God, if anything should happen to Tiny Tim. Oh, Mother, you must be Walter, 
clearly old.
own spirits. I think it's spirit. Spirit. I promise on my knees. I promise. I promise. I, I, Oh, spirit. No, no, no. Spirit, kill me. I'm not the man I was. Why show me this? If I'm past all hope, tell me that I may change these dreadful shadows. It's God's will. I try to understand it, my dear. Son. My little son tried to and I loved it so. Oh, that's cruel. Cruel. Spirit, can't you give me one ray of hope that I may change all that? The tiny Kim may live. Glorious Lord. 
Thursday. What day, sir? What day is it, my fine fella? This isn't just another day. It isn't even a day at all. It's a magical miracle on earth, the closest to heaven. Always remember that. A remarkable boy. Tell me, you know if they've sold a prize turkey that was hanging in the window? The one that's bigger than me? The one that's bigger than me? <laughs> what a delightful boy. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Yes, my buck? It's hanging there now, sir. Oh, that's wonderful. Now go around, will you, and tell him to send it to Bob Cratchit and his family on Broad Street. And mind you, they're not to know who paid for it. Hurry along, man. Here, here's half a crown of your trouble. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I have a Merry Christmas. And a Merry Christmas. Yeah, I was kind of coughing up some of those cookies. coming late. That was the thing he'd set his heart upon. And he did it. Yes, he did. The clock had struck nine. No Bob. Quarter past. That was the thing he stuck his heart upon. He sat with his door wide open that he might see him come in. Oh, and at he his hat was off before he opened the door. His comforter, too. He was on his stool in a jiffy, driving away with his pen, as if he were trying to overtake nine o'clock. Carry the 124, carry the 2, 31, carry the 4, 86 to 14, carry the 8. Hello, you, Cratchit. Yes, sir. Step this way, Cratchit, if you please. Cratchit, what do you mean by coming in at this time of day? Oh, I'm very sorry, sir. I'm behind my time. You are. You are. Yes, I think you are. Oh, it's only once a year, Mr. Scrooge. It shall not be repeated. I was... I was making rather merry yesterday, sir. I'll tell you what, my friend. I'll not stand this sort of thing any longer. And therefore, Bob Cratchit, I'm about to raise your salary. Mr. Scrooge, are you, are you quite yourself, sir? No. No. Thank heaven I'm not quite myself. Merry Christmas, Bob. <laughs> Merry Christmas, my good fella. A merrier Christmas than I've given you in many a year. I'll raise your salary and we'll see what we can do for Tiny Tim and the rest of your family. <laughs> we'll discuss it this very afternoon over a Christmas bowl of smoking bishop. Bob, make up the fire. Pick it up and buy another coal scuttle before you dot another eye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Scrooge was better than his word. He did it all, and infinitely more. To Tiny Tim, who did not die, he was a second father. He became as good a friend, as good a master, and as good a man as the good old city knew or any other good old And you follow this every day of your life. Some people laugh to see the alteration in him. You don't bear Scrooge. He's a nice Scrooge every day. That was quite enough for him. He had no further intercourse with spirits, but lived upon the total abstinence principle ever afterwards. And it was always said of him that he knew how to keep Christmas well if any man alive possessed the knowledge. May that be truly said of us, all of us. And so, as Tiny Tim observed, God bless us, everyone. that has listened to Night Owls Radio for all these years. Good night, my little Night Owls, and Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm.